Caught me scratching my head. Yeah, I'm wondering too. I'm constantly scratching my head. Good golly. Welcome to the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. <laughs> it's Tuesday, 1982. Uh, no, I don't know. It's Tuesday and we're hanging out here. It's five days a week like we do here at Aristotle Full Throttle, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I found out, I figured out, it's not always easy for people to make the conversion to Pacific Standard Time, to the specific Pacific Standard Time. It's not super easy for everybody to to know that uh actually supposed to have a phone call this morning supposed to have a one of the conference calls or whatever not a conference call but just a, a phone call to touch base for a job i'm doing next week and they, and i said anytime between 10 a.m and noon is good for me that's good for me anytime between 10 a.m and noon and they said good i'll put a note in thing is they're in new york so they called me at 8 a.m when i was let's say indisposed I was now, I was like, it was one minute before I was supposed to wake up. So I said to myself, I should clarify every time. 2 p.m. your time, 11 a.m. my time. But or should I just tell people that are in that I should do the extra step, the extra work. <sighs> Always go the extra mile. Guys, I'm excited. I'm really excited, actually. I, uh, you know, people keep asking me because they see my appearance on the Goldbergs. I'm getting notes and tweets, and people are sending me texts. They said, I saw you on the TV. That's so great. Can't wait to see what's next. And I'm like, me too. I, I can't, I, I can't wait to see what's next. I don't know what's next. Hopefully, a, another job. <laughs> I just found out my friend Jason is going to be the keyboard player for Jerry Cantrell. You guys might remember from last week's show. If you're listening to this on a podcast, you could listen to that show from last week where I say I met my guitar hero. It's up there on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and everywhere you can get podcasts. I was talking about how I met my favorite guitar player growing up, Jerry Cantrell of Allison Chains. And then I just saw today a post from my friend Jason. He's like, going on tour, playing keyboards with Jerry Cantrell. <laughs> I was like, tell him. I said, Hi. At this point, we're old friends. I tell him I was the big brown dude who gave who he gave a pick to. That was me. Just tell him, Jason. He called me Eric. I told I said my name is Aristotle. He said, "Hi, Eric." That's not the first time. I've got a, a TikTok about that. If you want to follow me on TikTok, how people I go like this. I'll say, "Hey, my name's Aristotle," and then people go, "Do you have a nickname?" I'll say, "Ari," and they'll go, "Ari." And I'll say, no, like Larry. Rhymes with Larry. And then they go, Ari. I go, I'll say, say the name Gary. And they'll say, Gary. And then I'll say, Ari. Without a G, you know? And then they'll go, Ari. Some people got a mental block with, when it comes to sounds. I learned that early on, actually. I remember learning uh, how to speak Spanish. And I remember trying to pronounce the words like the Spanish way, but some kids putting zero effort in to put put the uh, pronunciation. I was I was like, but that doesn't sound right. Turns out I came I became a musician after that because um, you know I work with sounds and how the things sound. Oh, I'm getting a phone call now. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm getting the phone call now. <laughs> oh boy. I'm going to have to call them back. They're, they're uh, three hours on the wrong side of the time. Both ways. Uh, I'm going to have to call them back. Oh boy. I'm in the middle of a show here. Kind of doing something right now. You know what I mean? Uh, that was weird. That is very strange. I don't understand. Do, are they not? Do they? I'm literally talking about how time works. Anyway, welcome to the show. This is Aristotle Full Throttle. I, I need to be clearer with time changes. <laughs> I got to trim my beard. What's going on in the news, ladies and gentlemen? 
Sorry, I gotta call them back. They can't be just calling me. Uh <laughs> let me just text them back. <laughs> Guys, this is this is how business goes. Um let's see. Let me know when a good time is to call me. Well, a good time would be what I said between 10 a.m. and noon. Uh, good golly. I'll call them back in an hour. Let's see. What do I say here? Let's see. Uh, here's a second. Here you go. This is so much fun, guys. Stand by. Don't, don't stand by. Follow me on this journey here. Um, here, call. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I can't, I can't think and do things at the same time. <laughs> Another time mix-up. Yes, Judy, they just tried to call me just now, which is 4 p.m., which was not even one of the times that I suggested they call me. I'm in the middle of something. So, uh, just when she calls her, I was expecting to call between 10 a.m. and do my time. Uh, PST. Uh... uh Hold on a second. Uh, okay, okay, here, listen to the beautiful music. Uh, cool. Ah, another time mix-up. You know, it's, this is, I was literally just talking about how the time changes happen in New York, and, and uh, maybe it doesn't come as fluidly to everybody, but there's three hours difference, generally speaking between the New York coast and the, and the LA coast. There's three hours difference. New York sets their clock three hours in the future. Three hours ahead. It's the same time. It's contemporaneous. However, it's, in, it's three hours ahead on the clock. Uh, and I was like, I'll be around, a, 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 you know, between 10 and noon. Um... But I'm in the middle of something now. Anyway, what's going on in the news, ladies and gentlemen? What's going on in the news? So I was saying I, I was excited to be on that show, The Goldbergs. But you never know. You get you get on a show and then some, suddenly you don't have a job again. So hopefully this leads to more work. I'm excited. I, when I was on the set for The Goldbergs, I was like, yeah, I can do this. I want to do this all the time. This is fun. But I bet that's how it feels every time. Except for when you're probably 10 seasons in and you're the cast of the Goldbergs going, why don't people just give up on this show already so I can retire? <laughs> and, then, and then Mickey Mouse is like, we're making money. Get to work. <laughs> but I don't mind. I just saw that Jared Leto is going to be in Tron 3. That's exciting. Jared Leto, <clears throat> Tron 3. Let's see. Now I got thrown off because I was I was thinking business. I don't want to think business right now. I want to be in the moment. I want to be stream of consciousness totally, totally here. Thinking about uh, nothing but this. This is actually my one of my states of flow. I know I talk about that on the show a little bit where you got to find something where you just find a state of flow, a state of presence, a state of being. It's this and rapping, mainly. If I do... If I, if I lay down freestyle raps, just watch out. I just need to write them down first. Um, these are all jokes, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that you find them funny. If you don't, well then, get out of here. To each their own. You know, everybody finds something... Like... People find different things funny. For instance... I know this is a revelation to some of you, but for instance, some people 
you ever see those prank channels where they're like, we're going to prank our friend, and they like hit him in the head with a baseball bat? And it's like, that's not a prank. That's assault. Or they'll be like, we, uh, we're going to crash his car. That's not a prank. That's grand larceny or something, you know? It's, it's vandalism. It's destruction of property. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. And uh, that's that's 100% stupid. A prank is just like... I don't know. I have uh, someone... I gotta remember this, because on Monday, they're probably gonna call me. Or a week from Friday is April Fool's. I have to remember this. If this one person calls me, they're gonna be pranking me. They pranked me every year on April 1st. Not every year, but last year they got me good, and it was weird, because I was... I was concerned for their welfare they were like i'm trapped in a closet i've been trapped in a closet for this is true i've been trapped in a closet for days they said and then uh uh they're gonna call back in an hour they thought it was 10 and 12 their time clearly uh Um, let's see. So tonight, I'm excited to be here. I said that already. I just, I'm, I'm losing my track train of th- thought. I lost track. These are all train metaphors. Judella 19 says, apparently there's a script for a third Kenneth Branagh. That, I don't know how to say that word. Pierrot? Oh, movie. Oh, he's where he's got the mustache, where he's like it's it's a mystery on a train or something like that, where he's like, oh yeah, he's Columbo but he's English, that one, like the Orient Express or something like that. There's something strange afoot at the Circle K, where Pierrot investigates Bill and Ted. I remember that one. That was a good one. He's got the mustache. You gotta have a mustache. I know that, um, I think, uh, our friend Peter Falk is one Falcon good guy. He was a really Falcon good actor. I really like Peter Falk. Just one more thing. He's incredible. That's a role of a lifetime. He played Columbo for like 40 years. I think he played Columbo for about 40 years. Pretty good. It's a good role. Come on, Hollywood. I can play Columfro. Give me a call. I'll watch this. Hey, I like spaghetti. That'll be what I say. You know me and spaghetti. That's what I'll do. What is this? Spaghetti? See? I got it down. My character loves spaghetti. And, uh... But when something goes right, they just say, like, the word, I love spaghetti, which means things are going my way. I'm developing this character as we talk, okay? Just spitballing. These are ideas I have that I think Hollywood will find valuable. This is intellectual property that I'm offering up for free. I'm going to get a shirt. says, Rigatoni! I just kind of announce different pastas, depending on the situation. You know? I'm not going to farfalla for that one. You know? That's what I will say. I'll just say stuff like that all the time. A penne for your thoughts. You know? I'll just keep going. That'll be my character. See? Mm. You know? Just call me Macaroni the Knife. Because I'm a detective. I can keep going. I can keep going. Any second now. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ah, uh, yes. You know what I'm saying? I could say stuff like, uh, uh, tortellini. Tortelloni. Leave me a tortelloni. Tony. Rigatoni. That's not, not on me, it's lasagna. We could keep going. Let's just play music, though. You know, we're just hanging out. Let's just play guitar. I, I would read the news, but let's see. Kataji Brad Jackson is being confirmed as the first black woman justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. Finally. Finally, there's somebody who's a black woman on the Supreme Court. Why is it the first time ever? Oh, because of, you know, racial discrimination and sexism. It's a very simple, straightforward answer. <laughs> Every other answer, you know, you ever know Occam's razor? Occam's razor is the most likely reason is probably the reason that something happened. Like if a window shuts on its own, it was likely the wind, because the wind has been known to shut windows and you know, a swinging window or something like that. You'd be like, well, it's most likely the wind. Or you could fabricate an entire scenario in which aliens came down from Jupiter or Uranus and they came, they, they went inside your home and they decided to go inside the woodwork of your window and create a machine that uh, automatically closes your window. It's very unlikely. Probably the wind. So I'm saying the reason why a black woman hasn't been nominated for uh, justice, uh, Supreme Court for Supreme Court justice, is because of racism and sexism. I am. I've got a hot take on it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've I've got a song for you. I've written a song for you. It's called "Everybody uh, Wants to Rule the World." That's not right. That's right. But it's also too distorted. That song does not sound pretty distorted. Love the tuning song. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty when you play it correctly. Guess what? Everybody wants to rule the world. It's true. Everybody wants to rule the world, including uh, Vladimir Putin. And it's really sad that we can't even just stop the guy. I mean, what? Do we... without starting World War III, literally... It's really it's frustrating, isn't it? Just to watch someone get bullied and beat up and destroyed and pummeled into oblivion because they're a tiny country that just wants to be free and their own country and elect their own leaders and not autocratic like Russia. Meanwhile, you got Putin over there being the leader of Russia, quote-unquote leader of Russia for the last, I don't know, 20 years plus? Absolute power, follow, remember this, absolute power, uh, absolute corrupt, corruption, that's what they say. 
corrupts absolutely. That's it. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I mean, just think about it. You get everything you want for decades, and then suddenly you're like, I want that country. Who's going to stop me? The guy's a freaking psycho. He's completely psycho. He seems to be doing this for no reason other than to serve his own ego. And it's an absolute horror show, to quote A Clockwork Orange. It's horror show, man. Someone's got to sneak into Putin's Putin's uh, bedroom and, and give him some radioactive tea. I would suggest they give him some radioactive tea. I don't normally call for the the assassination of somebody, but now I am. I'm actually calling for it. I'm calling for the assassination of Vladimir Putin. Does anybody out there make that happen? Can we send the rock in? Can the rock go in and take care of business? so muffled. That sounds much better. We sounded pretty, uh, not pretty just now. Is a, you know what makes this song great? I'm not stealing Rick Beato's uh, shtick. I'm going to say, you know why I like this song? <laughs> Trademark. You know why I like this song? Um, what's this song? Let's see. A song will pop into my head any second now. Oh, you know the song? That song by Filter. Because it's two chords. It's a, was it A9, A, A9, suspended at 9, then D4 suspended, and then D. And the whole time it just does that. And there's so many melodies you can sing over that. It's very open. same song it's the same two chords you know what makes this song great is it's two chords kind of four chords but it's really two chords it's just two chords because this is just a suspended nine 
And then this is just a D4. Suspended. And then D. Ah, what a good song that is. Thank you, Filter, for filtering out the garbage. Here's another Filter song. You guys know that one? like that right the d chords are so fun we were talking about d chords yesterday remember d chords or there's an album by uh tool called Ten Thousand days and uh my friend calls it Ten Thousand d's Ten Thousand d chords because they do a lot of a lot of d chords you know Yeah. I don't know. Sounds like a lot of noise to me. Uh, you know... That's a song by the great band uh, the Smothers Brothers. Hey man, nice hat. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one where he goes like this. Hey man, nice hat. It's a, he's just complimenting another man's apparel. Does a hat count as apparel or an accessory? After the fact, I would like to know, because after all, this show is about true crime. <laughs> if you're just tuning into the Aristotle Volthrottle show, this is the best true crime show podcast. Tell everybody it's about true crime. That way I got listeners. That's the way people will tune in. Uh, let me tell you a true crime fact. Um, on this day in true crime history, uh, somebody got arrested and sentenced to uh, not being a jerk anymore. I find prison to be interesting, especially the prison system in America. I'd like to stay on the outside of it, but it's called uh, penitentiary. And I always find it funny when someone comes out of penitentiary that they were in, that they tell you, I was in penitentiary. I was in the penitentiary when this happened. Uh, but yes, it's true. Penitentiary can be very... Uh, what's the word? Intimidating. Here's the fun thing about the word penitentiary. It comes from penance, like paying your penance, like some kind of religious thing, because the United States is stupidly religious about everything. We, we, we pretend we're not, but for some reason everybody's got to do stuff for Jesus here, and you really don't have to do that. A lot of people are like, well, it's the foundation of our society. It's like, yeah, if you want it to be, but it doesn't have to be. It's... You know? You know what I'm saying? It's pretty easy to be just like not be a jerk. If that's I I recommend it. But penitentiary, there's a lot more uh, you know, black men in penitentiary than there are uh, anybody else in the United States. And people seem to think certain things like, well, that means xyz and it's like well it's just the conditions in which this country operates that force those conditions that force those things to happen like those statistics there's that famous study at stanford university in the 60s which was unethical but they hired they didn't pay them i don't know what they paid them but they paid them like what five bucks each there was a each there were like 20 white dudes they picked perfect representation of society 
Uh, 20, that's sarcasm. I'm being sarcastic in case you need your sarcasm goggles. Uh, there, 20 white dudes were, 10 of them were supposed to be behave like prisoners and 10 of them were supposed to behave like guards or something like that. And it turned out after not long at all, the guard, the prison guards were very, very abusive to the people who were, um, behaving like prisoners and the prisoners did a lot of learned helplessness. If you don't know what learned helplessness is, that's when you uh, just give up on life. <sighs> when you just decide, well, I can't do anything anyway, so I might as well not even try. That's called learned helplessness. It's not a very good thing. It's just you're, you've learned to give up at that point. Other people learn to, uh, you know, it takes some skills. It takes some learning. But you can learn to deal with your conditions, your situation. You can learn to uh, overcome your your adversity, if you try, there are ways. If you see that there are options, there are ways. But in our society, there's a lot of denial of learning how to get out of those types of situations. And it's a lot harder for some people in our society to get out of situations that are dire socioeconomically, regionally. You know, I saw actually a post today that said, well, if you can't afford to live in the city, move out of the city. And then someone's reply was, look, all of the service jobs are in the city because it's got so many damn people. Where are the service workers supposed to live? Which is a good, fair point. Service workers are supposed to commute to the city to serve everybody in the city and then leave? Really? Everyone should have a place at the table, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I know how to play the drums on that. It's fun. Everyone deserves a place at the table. Even if you're, you know, a vegetarian like me. I'm not going to eat as much. I'll just have some mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce. Thank you very much. And some stuffing, but the vegetarian stuffing. Because it's delicious. Uh, what else is going on? I try to get verified on Instagram like once a month because you get once a month you can get try to get verified on Instagram and uh, I, tr I apply to get verified at every time they're like nah nah you're not cool enough not cool enough yet so I implore you to uh, like subscribe and share this podcast tell you all your friends about the true crime that we talk about here on Aristotle Full Throttle oh it looks like Christopher Lloyd has been added to the Mandalorian what a great Scott great Scott I say I think that Christopher Lloyd is a great addition to the Mandalorian because he is such a alien creature anyway. Green Day is trending. As you should. That's it. That's Green Days. They're also, uh, I don't know, name a Green Day song. <laughs> um, they're trending. That's cool. I thought it was pretty cool that my friend Jason is going on tour with Jerry Cantrell. Uh, Judy, I, I was saying this earlier. My friend, I just saw posted, he's going on tour with Jerry Cantrell as, their, as his keyboard player. My friend Jason. I actually tried out for his band Black Belt Karate when I first got to L.A. Jason was one of the first people to welcome me to L.A. And he said, come over. We're going to hang out. We're going to jam, we're going to drink some beers and just hang out, and we're going to go stare at Slash's dad's house, which is behind my house. He lives behind Slash's dad's house. Then, fast forward to last year, Jason put a microphone on Mars. I don't know if you heard me. Jason Achilles put a microphone on Mars. You might think I'm being hyperbolic. I'm not. I'm quite literal. Jason, my friend Jason, who is a great musician, he plays guitar, and he was in a band called Black Belt Karate, and now he's just, now he's putting microphones on Mars. Google it. So the first time in human history that we actually get to hear a high-fidelity sound coming from Mars is because Jason put a microphone on Mars. 
pretty cool. So my friend Jason now also he's you know he plays keyboards for Jerry Cantrell, who I met last week for the first time and was my one of my favorite guitar players. like cool phrases you know um what was the other one he's if anybody knows that song just tell me what that song is (laughs) i don't i can't remember it uh anyway jason is putting microphones on mars and playing keyboards for jerry cantrell so i told him tell jerry I was the big brown dude that he gave a guitar pick to last week at the whiskey. Go, go, go ahead and tell him. You go tell him that. <laughs> so good for Jason. Happy touring. He's going on tour for six weeks. I would go see that show when it hits L.A., but it's Cinco de Mayo. And on Cinco de Mayo, you know what happens. We wear funny hats. No, they're not funny hats. They're traditional, beautiful, colorful hats. Sombreros, I call them. They, no. I am going to see the band Royal Blood. I forget how it goes. How does it go? Then it goes, uh, I gotta figure this out. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> Wait. I don't know. Something like that. Those notes are in there. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Um, yeah, I find it. Uh, I find it highly disturbing. What's going on in the world? Mainly, mainly, uh, mainly the stuff in Russia. But also, can you believe Kanye is being such a, an abusive harasser to Kim? Kim, Dave. Davidson, Kim Davidson, Pete. What is what is their wombo name? Kim Pizza, Kim Kim Pete Davidson. Yeah, I think it's crazy that Kanye is. Um, it's upsetting. It's upsetting to see people having to deal with that kind of thing, even on the level of like when it when bill, billions of dollars are surrounding these people. When I see people with billions of dollars, when I see them, first of all, I say, can I just get a million? I'll just back up my car. You could put it in the back. Just a million. You won't miss it. You'll make that back tomorrow. Come on. Just a million. Just one million. I'm only asking for one million. You've got one billion. Okay? I'm just asking for one of those. One one hundredth of that. Okay? One thousandth of that. Sorry, my bad. You need one thousand million dollars. <laughs> uh, you've got. You'll make back. I'm just saying. Give me one million dollars. Uh, subscribe to the platform. I've made. I'm very proud to say, ladies and gentlemen, that because of due to subscriptions, due to listeners on. My podcast. Let's see. Drum roll, please. What is the amount of money that I have made by now? $8.36 since the start of monetizing my podcast. $8.36. Thank you very much. I can buy one coffee at Erewhon and think of you while I drink it. 
Beyonce is in talks to perform during the Oscars at the tennis courts where Venus and Serena Williams trained. Beyonce. I like Beyonce. She's great. She's a great singer. A lot of people don't know this, but she's also rich. She was also very rich growing up. She was a very wealthy kid in Texas growing up. Google it. Um, so, that's Asha Fierce. That's a character. That's okay, though. She's a performer. She's a great performer. Batwoman is trending. I find it funny that the, the whole city of Gotham likes to just become different animals. There's a penguin, there's a cat, there's a, a couple bats, there's a bird, Robin. Why are we afraid of Robin? Why are the Batman movies afraid of Robin? This is a serious question. We had Batman and Robin, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, which included Robin. But this is the serious discussion for today. We haven't had like an actual Robin and it's Batman and Robin. Robin showed up until in like the like the 12th Batman comic book. He showed up like it's been Batman and Robin since pretty much the beginning. And he, Robin showed up before the Joker showed up in the comic books. Robin dates back pre-Joker. Why don't we have a Robin ever? It's Batman and Robin. Remember? Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. The Batmobile lost its wheel and the Joker got away. It dates back to ancient nursery rhymes like that one. Also, Judy, uh, forgive me for being rude. That's enough. <laughs> I think they won't. Maybe they'll strike me with a thing. Ah, what a wonderful day it is. It was so beautiful today. I was going to go for a hike. It's like almost 90 degrees out. I was going to go for a hike, but I did. Uh, there was this other thing called nap. Um, I did nap. I did the nap. I did. I nap. I make nap. I made a nap happen. I nappened. I, I nappened myself. I done nap. So... I did that instead, and it was, you know, just as refreshing as walking six miles. Running six miles, really. Takes about an hour. What else is trending, ladies and gentlemen? Boys and girls, people of all genders. Let's see. What are we talking But the serious discussion is, what? why is not Robin a part of the Batman universe? I think that uh, our friend Robert Pattinson wants to include Robin in the next one. But he wants the kid to be a kid. He wants Robin to be an actual kid. Like 14, 15. He's got to be Robin age. Holy rusted metal, Batman. He's got to be a kid, as according to Robert Pattinson. Which makes sense, because I could see why this version of Batman would need a Robin. He's very dark. He's very introverted. He needs someone he could see himself in. That's not innuendo, guys. He could see himself in so that he can, like, his humanity, he can reconnect with his humanity. Because this Batman, for instance, Robert Pattinson, is very, very intense. He's very intense. He's like camping. He's intense. He's sitting there, like very focused on his job. His there, there is no, there is no Bruce Wayne in this Batman. Sorry for the terrible frame rate, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get out of this. Let me close that. Maybe that'll help. But there is no Dana Only Zool. There is no bat. There is no Bruce Wayne in the Batman. There's only Batman. Think about it. Every time, even when quote Bruce Wayne shows up at the funeral, he's not Bruce Wayne. He's the Batman without his costume on. 
Did you, did you guys kind of pick pick that out? I actually noticed that. I definitely noticed that. I was like, this is, he's very much not uh, embracing the Bruce Wayne side. He's very much against it. But the ending of this, the spoil it, really a sequel where Bruce Wayne can step in and become a, a, a symbol for Gotham in a positive light as Bruce Wayne. And also Batman is like the Dark Knight. He's the symbol for hope now instead of a sort of a symbol of vengeance and fear, a vigilante. Now he's a symbol of hope that people can look at as a hero. They can look toward. They can say, oh, Batman's on my side. That was a very interesting take on the Batman because after the Batman in the first scene or one of the first scenes beats up all those thugs, the the guy that Batman is saving from being uh, sucker punched is like, yo, uh, don't hurt me. And Batman's just like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you really, really, really bad. To quote the bad Joker. Does anybody really like the Jared Leto Joker? Just uh, just uh, taking a poll. Just taking a quick... Because to me, he didn't do anything to make me like him or not like him. He just was there. He didn't... He, he served no function in those movies. In that movie. We live in a society. He does show up in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Which I found. Holla disturbing. Uh, no. It was fine. It was fine. Jared Leto. He's going to be, he wants to be in Tron 3. I'm excited for Tron 3. That's my friend's uh, father's place, Tron, actual, the actual title character. Who I feel like people think of Tron and they think Jeff Bridges, but Tron is actually Bruce Boxleitner. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Um, that guy, can, you know, he'll be Tron forever. Might as well. He's, he originated that role 40 years ago, 1982, in the movie Tron. That's when he originated that role. And then Tron 2 came out. Uh, Tron, what was it? Resurrections, uh, came out 2008, 2009. I've been just sleeping on Tron. You know why they didn't do the Tron sequel a couple years ago is because, uh, Disney acquired these small properties called Star Wars and just wanted to focus on Star Wars and they put Tron on the back burner. Don't put Tron in the corner. Nobody puts Tron in the corner. I'm going to close some of these programs. Let me just tell you about it first. I said music. Close the music. I just did. All right. Talking to Steve, my other personality. Game over, man. It's game over. Imagine I had another personality named Steve. Imagine that. I'm trying to imagine that that would be stupid. I have a friend who is my improv teacher, Oscar Montoya, and he's in a show called Minx now. He's in a show called Minx. And I saw him, I was scrolling through my Instagram one time, as you do, as most people do these days. I was scrolling through Instagram and then I saw that uh, there was this like quick preview for a show named Minx. And I saw this dude and I was like, oh, that's Oscar. That's my improv teacher from UCB. I'm certain of it. And I kept looking at him like, that's him. That's totally him. And then I went to IMDb to look it up, and he wasn't on the IMDb. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I Googled it, and I couldn't find him anywhere in the credits. I couldn't find any, I couldn't find Oscar anywhere in the credits or anything. And then just the other day, he posted on his Facebook, I'm in the show, Minx. Check it out. I was like, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I know an Oscar when I see him. Judella in IT says, whatever happened to my assistant, Joe? Joe is lazy. He's sitting over there. He's just sitting there. He's eating chips. And I don't mean like crisps. I mean he's eating french fries from In-N-Out Burger, which are made from fresh potatoes. Joe, get me one, animal style. Thank you. 
and for one for Steve, too. So that's three orders of French fries, Joe. One for you, one for me, one for Steve. <laughs> and lots of ketchup. Uh, Amino style. I'm cracking myself up over here. I'm also very hungry. It sounds delicious. I'll just eat them with a fork. Or you can get you can get messy. You can just put your whole hand in there. Today's today's lesson is never say die, diet. Never say diet. Um, no, I've got that never say die attitude. <laughs> I'm a stalwart. I'll be here for you. I'll always be here for you. Just picture Whitney Houston singing, and I will always play guitar for you. Um. I'm here. Getting closer. guys like the royal bloods me too gonna go see them at some point gonna go see the band afi on friday i'm excited to go see the band afi a fire inside ask for it depending on what you decide afi stands for davy havoc davy havoc is the peripheral of peripherals davy havoc dresses nicely and quaffs his hair so Davey Havoc is the singer of that band. I follow the bass player on Instagram. He posts like every picture in black and white. His name is like Friendly Mammoth or something. I forget what his screen name is, but it's, it's sneaky. There's another band called Black Audio where Davey Havoc does with the guitar player. But anyway, the AFI is a band I like because they go way back to when I was you know, sort of like a hardcore to the punk, but also, but also screamo. I'm excited to see AFI at the Palladium, the Hollywood Palladium, this Friday. Bring your hats, bring your sombreros, bring your bring your glasses, because you're going to get goggles for your brain. Thank you. Ah. Uh. <laughs> One of these days, uh... Anyway, I'm going to go away to San Diego next week, so I probably, if there's any show next week, uh, there probably won't be a show. I'll probably be in a hotel room. I might be taking pictures. Here's the problem with taking pictures as a photographer. Let me explain. Let me just tell you my life. This is like kind of like a vlog series. We talk about the news. We talk about music. And also, I tell you about my life. So let me tell you something. I take photos for a living, usually. It's been, I've had like four jobs in the last year. But, uh, yeah. Who's counting? Me. The problem with working at a convention, because I'm working at a convention next week in San Diego, got to be taking pictures of guest speakers and stuff like that, right? I'm going to be taking pictures of a lot of inanimate things like setups. There's going to be these um, pop-up displays that I have to take pictures of, people interacting with those things, take pictures of people speaking, all these kinds of things, and this and that and whatnot. I apologize for my frame rate. I'll just sit very still. The problem with that, the problem with taking pictures of things that are generally boring, of someone just standing there with a microphone talking, is that I will take 10 pictures of that, 20 pictures at the most, because I will save myself editing time. The problem with that is then I'm just standing there with a camera because there's nothing else to take pictures of. 
that point. And then what happens is people come over to me who are working, who are like, who hired me to be the photographer. I think they assume that if you're a photographer, you have to be like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More photos, more photos. Yeah, keep pushing the button on the top right. Just keep doing that. Like, I think that they think you're supposed to be doing that the entire time. Problem was, if there's a, no change in the subject and there's really no dynamic change that's going on, like no lighting change, they're not sitting now, which would be, wow, look, photos of a person sitting. When there's no change, I know when I've got the shot and I can just wait for the next change and setup. But other people who are looking on at me think, and I'm pretty sure of this because they, they come up to me and they're like, are you taking pictures? I'll be standing there holding two cameras. And they'll be like, are you take? Are you getting this? <laughs> I'm just letting you in a little inside baseball of what... This is the biggest problem I have. It's not a real problem. It's just funny. I find it more absurd. You guys might be like, that's kind of silly. And I'm, that's basically what I'm trying to convey. It's kind of silly because I'm like... Yeah, you hired me to take a picture of a guy standing there with a microphone. I've got about 30 of those. If you want more of that, I'm happy to give you 300 of those. But nobody wants 300 pictures where that all look the same. <laughs> Just FYI. Um, so it's kind of like you got to look busy, you know? <laughs> look busy. You got to look busy at your job, even though you're doing your job above and beyond. It, it's not smarter to take more pictures. It's just not smarter. You, you got to work smarter, not harder. And uh, I find that very funny. Are, are you getting this? Are you taking, are you the photographer with the two cameras strapped to you that were hiring to take pictures of this? Are you taking pictures of this? I don't know how to, usually I just show them, I like, I'll just turn my camera around and like scroll through like 30 pictures. Just like scroll through all the pictures and be like, yep, got it. I'll give them a wink and a pat on the head. This part of the show is visual. I'm patting myself on the head. So the, so the only thing is, is uh, I'm going to be away next week, so there probably won't be shows, but I'll try to upload archived shows, old shows that you could listen to and enjoy. You can always listen to the show on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts, and you just hang out, listen to the show, and you just listen to it, and just put it on the background, and you can be, be mildly amused and uh, accidentally informed by some of the things that are going on in the world. And also, maybe I'll entertain you a little bit with random musical interludes uh i do what's it what's a good song to go out on because I'm, I'm expecting a call <laughs> uh, uh let's see that just sounds like noise so i apologize What's this? I'm trying to find the harmonic. There it is. Is uh, Rage Against the Machine playing anytime soon? Anybody got tickets for the Rage Against the Machine show? That's a good one. I don't know, I don't know how to play guitar. <laughs> I used to. I used to know how to play guitar. Now I play drums. Which is so much... The drums are the best one. In case you were wondering, 
Out of all of these, the drums are the best one. If you want to try an instrument, it's the drums and nothing else. The drums are the best one. Remember that when you're a kid. When you become a kid again. No. I actually, when I was younger, got to pick an instrument. You're supposed to pick an instrument in, what, third or fourth grade that you're supposed to, from then on and forevermore, play? Uh, I picked the drums. <laughs> Did I get drums? No. I didn't get drums. Much to my chagrin and to my upset and to my regret, I never got the drums until I decided, hey, it's lockdown, why don't I get drums? It's all about the story you tell yourself, isn't it right? Everybody. Here, I'm going to do the outro, but if I got a call, I'm just going to hop right off. It's all about the story you tell yourself. What is your story? If you're like, I'm not someone who knows how to do drums, then you're just, you'll always win. You'll always win at not being able to play the drums if you just decide that you're someone who doesn't play drums. You'll always win at not being able to speak other languages. If you're always a person that's like, I don't know how to speak another language, it's like, well, then you win. He or she who argues their fail failure always wins. I forget that, uh, the, the exact uh, provid, provage adverb. <laughs> I'm sorry, adage or proverb. He who argues their uh, failure always wins. No, he who argues their limitations always wins. So it's like, okay, well, there you go. If you just decide that you are the person who doesn't do those things, then you then you win. I can't argue with you. But that's not me. That's not who I am. Hopefully I am a... Uh, hopefully... Oh, that's not working. Hopefully, I'm an inspiration to y'all. <laughs> you could be like, hey, I could just have my own show and just do my own thing in life. Yeah, you could. But remember, the journey, this is, this is an art form. Me and David Lynch, every day. You gotta be willing to never say die. Never quit. I don't know what quitting is. I really don't, so I'm enjoying it. I'm seeing where this, uh, see where this train takes me. What's next, they keep asking me. I saw you on the Goldbergs. What's next? I don't know. We'll find out. But stay tuned. Stay tuned. I see people starting to go back to work, which is nice. Things are starting to rebalance, renormalize. I'm excited about that, actually. We're still in a pandemic. You still have to be cautious. You still have to be careful. You still have to be concerned about others do it do it what is it do it yeah but I'm gonna relax this evening I hope that you have a wonderful relaxing evening I hope that start work on that novel that's been kicking around in your head for years now I hope that you take up the drums because it's the best one if you ask me the best one is the drums I don't know what took me so long I changed the story you're writing your story every day you're writing your story every day and you can decide to live according to that story or write a new direction of it. You know what I mean? I'm being, I'm being, I'm not being literal, I'm being figurative. I'm saying, uh, if you hate your life, change it. It's not that easy all the time, but also it's surprisingly not that hard. <laughs> you just have to be willing to Willing to sacrifice your love. 
Thank you. Anyway. Have a wonderful evening. I'll see you tomorrow. If you don't see me first, please subscribe. Please pledge uh, on Patreon. Please subscribe on Twitch. Like and share the videos if you can. I would like to talk about more substantive issues, but I think 4 o'clock is a very difficult time for people to chat. (laughs) So hopefully we got some more interviews for you in the future and more than just me and Steve and Joe talking. But have a good night. See you later.